This is Techonomist by Benjamin Johnson, a place of technology news as well as thoughtful opinion and analysis about how tech companies and the products they build are changing the way we live. You can subscribe to my weekly email at techonomist.email or you can follow along right here on your favourite podcast app. Apple One and the Bundling Dilemma Apple and Amazon are bundling more services together, which has fueled anti-competitive claims from their competitors. But the market has proven specialists can still prevail. Each September, Apple holds its annual hardware event to great expectation and fanfare. Although this year, things were a little different for two key reasons. First, it was exclusively online due to coronavirus, much like Apple's developer conference back in June. And second, there was no iPhone update. Supply chain delays in China have pushed Apple's iPhone 12 release out a few weeks. So, what did Apple focus on in the one-hour keynote? Well, it was the watch, iPad, iOS 14, which will soon come with stricter privacy settings just by default thus huge headaches for hyper-targeted advertisers like Facebook. There was also a digital fitness service, and then there was Apple One, a subscription bundle. Quoting Mark Andreessen from Andreessen Horowitz, there's only two ways to make money in business. One is to bundle, the other is unbundle, end quote. So Apple One brings together up to six core services into a single subscription. Music, TV+, Arcade, iCloud, News Plus, and the newly announced Fitness Plus. All six will set you back $29.95 per month and allow up to five accounts to connect, basically a household. This isn't the first of its kind. Apple has offered a subscription bundle with Prime for the better part of 15 years, and it continues to add services to its core offering of free and fast shipping, such as music and movies, TV, Whole Foods discounts, photo storage, and a reading catalogue for Kindle, all for $12.99 a month. On the surface, this announcement from Apple is great for consumers who enjoy their services. However, competing subscription services like Spotify are making claims of anti-competitive behaviour. In a company statement following the Apple One announcement, Spotify said, and I quote, Once again, Apple is using its dominant position and unfair practices to disadvantage competitors and deprive consumers by favouring its own services. We call on competition authorities to act urgently to restrict Apple's anti-competitive behaviour, which left unchecked will cause irreparable harm to the developer community and threaten our collective freedoms to listen, learn, create and connect. End quote. So for the record, Apple Music and Amazon Music have done little to harm Spotify's growth to date. As of June 30, Spotify reported 299 million active users, with 138 million of those paying subscribers of the premium ad-free service. Premium users grew at 27% year-on-year, which is remarkable at their current scale. Apple Music is thought to be hovering at around 70 million subscribers, with Amazon's music service at 55 to 60 million users. Music is clearly the most contentious category in the bundle, as right now all of the other services in Apple One Stable rely on unique content either being created or curated by Apple. 
TV Plus does not have the same catalogue as Netflix, Prime, Disney Plus or others. On the newly announced Fitness Plus, we'll need to recruit instructors who can compete with Peloton's Insta-famous staff, who have already cultivated a following of 1 million plus subscribers for its bike and app workouts. The fact that 138 million people are happy to pay Spotify $10 a month shows that they've created a meaningful USP around their recommendations algorithm and product design. The move to sign exclusive podcast deals is an effort to build a moat around their users, like their $100 million deal locking Joe Rogan into distributing solely on the Spotify platform. Meanwhile, the movie and TV streaming category is getting a little out of hand. A study by Ampere Analysis suggests the average American household has 3.8 streaming services. Annual spend on TV hasn't really changed in the last 10 years, with households dishing out $900 per year. However, that money is no longer going exclusively to a cable provider like DirecTV or Comcast. It's now being split between Netflix, Disney and Amazon. News, however, has been pretty underwhelming for Apple so far. In June, the New York Times announced it was no longer willing to share selected free articles via Apple News, as it was failing to convert those leads into paying subscribers. Meanwhile, the premium News Plus service, which bundles magazine and newspaper subscriptions, has failed to sign up a quality supplier publications in its catalogue, outside of a couple of top-notch outliers like the Wall Street Journal. Apple announced 125 million active users of the free news app, but it's yet to disclose subscriber numbers for News Plus. It's really hard to see this product being the thing that drives subscribers to Apple One. The newly announced Fitness Plus is interesting for Apple for a couple of reasons. One, it immediately adds new value to the Apple Watch. Apple, doing what it does best, announced a wider range of watch products on Tuesday, including a lower entry product called Watch SE, starting at $279. This brings more users into its addressable market for subscription services like Fitness Plus. The second reason is that Apple will be responsible for creating fitness content. As John Foley, the CEO of Peloton, put it when his company filed for his IPO in 2019, we're a media company, not a bike business. Now, Apple isn't new to creating media with its investment in original content for TV+. If Apple can recruit the right production folks and trainers, then Fitness Plus has the chance of being the most disruptive item in the Apple One bundle. Peloton has a 1 million subscriber head start, but many of its non-bike-owning digital subscribers may well churn should Apple build a compelling fitness experience. Apple's unfair advantage, hardware pre-installs. Where Apple One differs from the Amazon Prime case study is hardware. Apple can pre-install its services into iPhones, the Apple TV, iPads, and more. This is why Spotify is far more concerned about Apple than Amazon. This is also the lens in which regulators will keep a close eye, much like they have with the furor around Apple's App Store, disadvantaging third-party developers. Regardless of all this, Apple One is in the market now, so the likes of Spotify and Peloton must double down on its moats and steer clear of relying on regulators to solve their competition problems for them. (laughs) 